As usual, never have a countdown. This is Claire Jones. Woo! And my co-host today. Yo, 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 it's your man, Mr. 300. What's going on? And we live today at Grapple Mania. Yes, sir. Unfortunately, a pay-per-view happened, and we have to give a review on it. We'll talk about it slightly. But perfect title for a perfect pay-per-view, Extreme Rules Extreme Rules presents the horror show. Yes, it was horror, all right. Mm-hmm. But I let you take it off, man. What was your thoughts going into it, the build-up and everything like that? Uh, actually looking at the set design like we always talk about. Uh, set design was cool. Well, no, I take that back. Set design, wasn't nothing different about it. I'm getting tired of I'm I'm starting to get tired of this whole performance and thing, but I guess Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think NXT do. NXT does a better job of making the most of that little space. Yeah. And I think that they should just start bringing in people again. Not a large amount, but something small. Of course, you still want to do some social distancing. At least mix them up with the uh with the performance athletes, the performance and the uh, athletes and the uh, audience and all that, give it some so, more realism. I was watching it, right? And I ain't gonna lie to you. I told my wife, which is hilarious, as soon as I seen it, I was like, I feel like I'm watching an episode of American Gladiator. With <laughs> <I don't laughs> all, all the fucking glasses shit everywhere. Yeah. I, I, like, it's starting to get to the point that I'm watching American Gladiators each week. Like, I, I, I kind of disagree with the points you make about bringing more people in, but we'll talk about that at the end of this because it's all going to tie into it. But let's get right into the shit. First and foremost, we had a dark match, uh, pretty much. I call it a dark match. It happened as soon as the pre-show opened. And I don't know why, but you had Kevin Owens defeat Buddy Murphy, which was actually a solid match. And what are we doing with Buddy Murphy? I don't know, man. Like, Seriously, what are we doing, with Murphy? I don't, I'm, I'm, I don't know, man. Like, like he I'm, was putting on classics uh-huh. with Seth. Then all of a sudden, he joins Seth, so he won't be a loser, and he gets pushed higher. But he's still a loser, and he's still a pre-show. What was the point of doing this? Who knows, man? It sucks because it seems like. His best run was when he was with uh, when he was in his tag team when it was Blake and Murphy, and Alexa Bliss was their manager. That was like <laughs> his best run, and I'm like, dog, he's such a solid wrestler. Why then, he's not getting better opportunities? I think something happened because somewhere down the line with the between the weeks leading up to the show, because a piece of me believed that MVP and Apollo Crews was actually going to take that slot on the pre-show. Which surprisingly they didn't. I mean, it's, especially the the result we got. Why not? That could have been perfect pre-show promo material. Exactly. It wasn't even a fucking match. But we're gonna get more into it because I think they're hiding something and they just wanted to save face while Apollo oh, Cruz. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up because I seen an article on that. Man, Apollo Cruz got COVID. There it is. Let's keep it real. You already reported that. You know, what I mean. Over ten, probably I think nineteen or something, or more than that, mm-hmm. of your on-air personalities gathered. So the only people that can report on it is the people that's doing the sideline reporting. But 
not the actual um, stars itself, the wrestlers itself. Like, that's fucking crazy. But anyway, uh, to give the pre-match a rating, I give it a right. I'm going to let you have this one on, on my own belligerence and ignorance. I thought the pre-show started at 7 and the main show was at 8, so I take responsibility on that. And uh, yeah, I missed it. That's cool. Am I hey, mad man. I missed it? No, I'm not mad. Uh-huh. Seeing how the rest of the pay per view went, but we're uh-huh. gonna get further into that. Yeah, man. Let's get to the fucking next one. I'm trying to run through these because you know I got an old man right at the end. But anyway, uh, you got Cesaro versus Shinsuke Nakamura, cool little international tag team. Ain't that like a WWE thing for like the past five, ten years? Just get two foreigners, make them a tag team. Yeah, you had the bar. You got the speaking uh, of that, why the bar ain't come back once Seamus came back? But anyway, well, that's that what wrong. I was looking forward to when I seen Seamus. I mean, when I seen mm-hmm. Cesaro, is uh, is Sammy Zayn hurt again? Possibly. I, but, that's the only reason I, I can see them two like linking up because well, Sammy Zayn and Shinsuke they was a whole different entity. Well, I'm and gonna say Cesaro you, in there because Seamus was still hurt. You did get your answer. You know, to a question you've been asking uh, on a on a on previous episodes of the of the pod, that you know where where Shinsuke, where Cesaro, and there you go. They're tag team champions, and how they won it? They won it in a tables match. Runtime ten minutes and twenty five seconds. I tell you this: if it was a match of the night, if it was a match of the night, it would be though. I would probably give it to this one, but it's not saying much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was solid. Um, it wasn't really climactic as far as the table spots or anything. They, it didn't take too many risks. I did really like Kofi in this match. Yeah. And it's not because of what he did in the ring. It's because his expressions, like his his like his like frantic, him going mad. He was just all over the place. Mm-hmm. Kind of helped carry that match, and man, yeah. oh man, he took the sacrifice too. That was a yeah. crazy power bomb off the yeah. top rope through two tables. Great like, ending. That was crazy. That was crazy. Mm-hmm. But as you see, it was kind of different. I don't know how table matches work. Sometimes you only put one person through there. Other times it's both members. Mm-hmm. But I guess this one, you just put one person in there. I would like to see both members. I would kind of like to see, like, Big E try to rally, get one through the table, then eventually get put through. Right. But I thought it was dope. I like one thing about all of this. It shows who can actually interact with people while the crowd's not there. So I kind of like how Cesaro and Shinsuke threw the titles at Michael Cole and all that. Like, oh, yeah, that was dope, man. Yeah, I thought that was I thought that was really dope. Because didn't uh, Kofi and Big E did that when they first came out, right? No, they did uh-huh. that or something? Yeah, they did that to, uh, what's his name? Corey Graves or whatever. All right, so that works. But I do like that they be rocking them armbands, though. I do like the Brianna armband and all of that, man. Yeah, I think uh, Big E had on St. John. Um, I think. I'm not sure I can really read. Yeah, so yeah, I guess they found a way to take some championships off some minorities there. <laughs> what you do you give this match? I give it a I give it a good. I, I give it a good. Mm-hmm. I guess, you know, last minute or what no, wait, I forgot. It was previously recorded. I was gonna say that uh, they seen um Leo Rush's 
uh, tweet mm-hmm. that he had in the past couple of uh, weeks. Yeah, we're gonna get into that right after that. Do you, if you remember the tweet, tweet. I'm a little familiar with it. Yeah, so uh, let's get to the next one. Something I personally thought could potentially be matching tonight. You had Bailey along with Sasha Banks. I don't know what we call them, the Yam Patrol. Yeah. So we got Yam Patrol against Nikki Claus with Alexa Bliss. I'm gonna let you start off on this one, man. Um... I mean, Bailey does what Bailey do. I think she's probably the best heel in the WWE right now. Right. <laughs> What's just saying something for the rest of the talent? <laughs> uh, you petty man. Right. <laughs> Bailey is the best heel in the company right now. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even lie to you. And I thought the whole dynamic with Nikki Cross was fucking stupid. Really? Yeah. All of a sudden she goes from like I'm batshit crazy. I'll fight anybody. I kick your ass to all of a sudden I need confidence and I'm nervous. Yeah, I like the heel insanity, man. She she was so much better. Like so much better. But yeah, all I just it, uh, the whole backstage thing with Oscar and Kari Zane, I just didn't. I, it's kind of cheesy. I don't like. I just <laughs> didn't get it. Now, one thing I give it to, like Nikki Cross, she legit looked nervous before the match and everything. Like, if, I don't know if that was staged or not. If it was, good job. You got some good job. Seriously. But the match itself, I mean, it went like we thought it was going to go. Yeah, they're gonna dominate for the most part, and then Nikki Cross is gonna make the comeback ultimately for Sasha to get involved somehow and for Bailey to lose. But how Sasha get involved this time is the power of the punch, William Regal. <laughs> so, pretty much, <laughs> Sasha slipped them ball, balls, brass knuckles on Bailey, and Bailey gave her a clean rib shot. I'm dishy, and the one, two, three. Yeah, and man, the evidence left right outside of the ring. I swear, when we're going to stop making referees fucking idiots? <laughs> anyway. I, I remember at a point where, you know, pay-per-views or just matches in general with any company weren't as predictable. Like, it's just... Yeah, they don't say that no more. Anything can happen in the World Wrestling Federation. You don't get it. Because <laughs> there ain't no house shows. <laughs> How about that? I'll give it that. Like, there's no believability to it no more. Like, when you used to believe that Gangrel was an actual vampire or, or Undertaker was really, you know what I'm saying, really about that dead man life or his brother was actually Kane or Edge and Christian were actually brothers. There's no believability <laughs> no more, man. Uh, you keep talking about the attitude error. And the funny thing is, I saw a lot of attitude error in this damn pay per view. I, I know you did. That's exactly <laughs> what I was talking about. I know you did. <laughs> this finishes one of them. And then the next one. Let's get straight to the pre show in the middle well, of the damn pay per view. Hold on, hold on. No, go ahead. We, we got to give it the ranking. What, this match? Uh, all right. I'm going to go out. Bailey's always great, but it was I. Right. Yeah, I, yeah, the game make it all right, man. Yeah, Patrol. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to tell all you. Right. So, next match we got 
or the promo. wasn't even a match. The promo. So the pre-show in the middle of the damn cards, you got MVP coming out there to celebrate. I guess a forfeit. I don't know what the fuck you call it because Apollo Cruz was quote unquote kayfabe wise too injured to wrestle in this match. So you tell me that a grown man could put another grown man in a four nelson so bad that he's out of action for a motherfucking month. Mm, I'm telling you, man. Like, they could have came up with something better than that. Like, like he must tore every cartilage from this man rib <laughs> to this man liver. I don't know what the they was bad off having Especially him with Apollo Cruz is just a swole as Bobby. Hey, like Apollo Cruz is a small man. I'm telling you. They was <laughs> bad off having them jumped or something. In the in the middle of an interview or something. They just come and start know, beating man, like, You know what I mean? Like I would like to see MVP with a chair put it on a leg and stone cold a man, Brad Pillman, you know? I'm telling you. Something like Brad, this is this this is a waste of time. As much but, as I wanted, you remember, I want to see MVP as U.S. championship because he's one of the most underrated U.S. champions of all time. I like MVP. I really then, do. I'm going to have to take something from one of your your co-hosts on your on, on the, on the two-part show. I don't want to see this nigga wrestle, man. <laughs> I don't want to see this nigga wrestle. Like, we were, like, I think we great were. Manager. I give you that, yes. He's a good we manager. Were, Spared. We were spared of a terrible match last night. Like, <laughs> don't hate on MVP, bro. Don't I'm not hating. I'm not hating on MVP. I'm not. Hold on. I'm not hating on MVP, man. But we were spared a match. I mean, him versus Apollo Cruz. Like, we definitely know who the definite winner would have been. But, but come on, and then you see your man come out there in, in his in the suit, like he still got it. He's got the man, like I'm fat, but come on, you'll still got the man boots and all that struggling to breathe. You know what I'm saying? He hit the pole. I always hated that outfit. I never liked it. That that's what I get. I always thought that was like other Albert's first outfit they ever made for anybody. I just, <laughs> yeah, he got the, the the default custom player outfit. That's what exactly what he got on. As soon as he hit the pose, if you watch slowly, this is what you hear. He goes. <sighs> That's exactly what you see in here when he hit the pose. <laughs> that nigga hit the ad lib for Jay Z. Breathe easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your man yeah, was dying. If he I if he wouldn't have got hurt in the match, that suit would have killed him. We were spared the match, but we'll see how this go. Typical attitude there, shit right here. I tell you that much. Uh, let's go ahead and continue. We're not going to even give it a rating. Uh, let's just continue here. We got Seth Rollins versus Rey Mysterio. An eye for an eye, we both lose our sight, and two wrongs don't make a right. I keep saying it, and I got proved perfectly. I tell you that much because this match was not right. I'm telling no matter you, what they did, I told you, and I predicted exactly what's going to happen. The in ring match, the, the 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 match itself was pretty decent. If it was just the match, it would have got uh-huh. a good. It would have got an easy good. Because the match yeah. was good. It was good. I give you that. Like you had, you know, they was taking bumps and everything, man. You know, it was it was action. But but it's <laughs> like, like, coming out there looking like Victor Sweet and all black. What you think? <laughs> yeah. I, I give you that. I give you and that. Like, what's up with like 
I guess these new this new music that they're coming out with. I noticed that Bailey's and I noticed that with Seth Rollins. It's like generic Jesus. If I could call it that, you know, they get that. <laughs> oh, you get like some horrible little background noise. Don't get me wrong, Bailey Jonah, all right, but I think she's a bigger star than to get some generic beat like that. I'm telling you, man, she she barely dose straps. You know what I mean? And then, like, you know, no, this Seth Rollins one. I mean, come on, he went for Birdie Dale, which was like one of the best interests, I mean, best music in the company to this. Oh, yeah, man. I don't know what that was about, man. That's. I don't know who's in charge of that music, man. They they can't be in charge CFO, of that. I think music. the CFO. I think the CFO is still do it. Unless uh, not, I don't know. But fuck, like something. Somebody messing up, man. Yeah, they could have did something better for Seth. I could have done better than that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not the biggest fan of it, but I know why they did it, though. I mean, new persona. He ain't burning nothing down. You know, it's, 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 mm-hmm. it's Monday Night Jesus, so. All right, so so Monday Night Jesus and Rey Mysterio, they went at it. Like I said, no matter how good the match was, the ending was going to fuck it up. And the ending fucked it up. And I'll let you talk about how the ending fucked it up. Because I'm going to give you my rating now. Fucking terrible. I'm with you too. Terrible. The fucking terrible had a fucking terrible. It'll be fucking terrible more than that. How about that? It's a terrible butt show. I tell you. You want to see a man? You want to see a man get his eye popped out? Watch Vader and Stan Hansen All Japan Wrestling. How about that? If you want to see how this should have been the cinematic match, a matter of fact. And you know what? Uh, one of our great friends, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. He actually made a good point, my man Russ out there. He said this could have been more the cinematic match. I've seen that. Shout out to Mr. Bowman. Yeah, so yeah, it could have been more than a uh, cinematic match. I agree with that. Um, because it was no way he could do this live, the eye pop out. And then when he showed the glitch, oh my god, like what did you get that off Wish? I'm telling you, I I'm gonna tell you they didn't even get it from Wish, man. I'm I'm gonna be honest. When Wish it happened, it, I, I mean, go ahead. Like I didn't even see it initially when I watched it. Not till later on on social media. When I actually seen like the eyeball, I seen it. I yelled. And thank God I have like a movie screen here because I literally threw my controller at the movie screen. It was it was ridiculous, man. Like like, get the fuck out of here! I I just knew it was gonna be terrible. It is every bit of terrible as I imagined it to be. This thing is throwing up what chicken salad? I'm telling you, chicken salad. And, and it's like they found the, one of the cheapest baby dolls you can get. Took the out. And for Ray, for Ray Mysterio to lose his fucking eye, he sure was casual walking back there with help. My ass would be running. I mean, if y'all gonna do it like that, they could have at least sold it with more blood. blood. It wasn't no blood on the ring. You know what I'm saying? Nothing. It was not a. It, it was. It was ridiculous. I don't know. I, I just I, knew there was no way out of this shit. It was no way out of this shit. I just think they adapted to uh, 2K20, man, and just started doing real-life glitches or something, man, because it was just awful. Yeah, man. I, I don't... I don't want to talk about it no more. It was just... Well, I, I was looking forward to, to what you wanted, 
when um Dominic came out there for the yeah, they, worked away. Yeah, Dominic. Did he even come out there? He came out. I don't even I don't even remember because I was so pissed after that and I seen yeah. that glass eyed Joe, whatever you want. They got Sammy Davis Jr. drink. Uh, I, was to, I was about to tell him <laughs> give him his eye back. I'm telling you. Speaking he, of that, we got that? a trivia question today before we get into the last two or three matches here. Are you ready? Yes, sir. And today's sponsor is sponsored by, because you just brought it up, Sammy Davis Glass Eye. Yes, yes, yes. I tell you, I tell you, it gives you a sight over the competition there. Oh, man. I mean, so how much does something like that cost? I mean, it depends. You get this trivia question, right? You get a free, free Sammy Davis autographed glass eye. Add a free consultation to the Sammy Davis Jr. laser eye surgery. Ew, I don't want that, but all right. <laughs> no, no, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Tiger Woods recently went there, man, and you know, his game is getting better. Even that or he left some white women alone. That's for another podcast. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that's part of it, my brother. That's part of it. He did leave him alone, huh? Yes, sir. All right, let's get right to it. Extreme Rules Trivia. So we're going to go Extreme Rules. The year is 2010 in Baltimore, Maryland. Okay. Now, what was the main event for that pay-per-view? And what was the result? The main event? Because this is one... I think this is an underrated main event, actually. This is like a pretty good main event. Um rivalry, by the way. That would be John Cena and Batista. And what did they do? It was uh, I want to say Iron Man or Last Standing. You got to pick one, brother. I don't really recall too many Iron Man matches or like that. For some odd reason, I'm gonna go last man standing. <laughs> but does he think Batista can wrestle an hour? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, I was doing the you know. You always want to hug babies and no, he said kiss babies and hug fat women. And... <laughs> 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 hey, Batista was on fire doing that rivalry, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I think he literally quit the next night on Raw, too. That's ridiculous. And we ain't see him in like a brick, but yes, you get the free Sammy Davis Jr. autograph glass out. <laughs> Ew. All right. I'm trying to take it. I take it, man. I mean, do you want that one or you want the Tommy Davidson one? Which one do you want? <laughs> hey, man. I traded him in for, for the Stevie Wonder glasses. Hey. I wish I could get Stevie Wonder glasses, man. <laughs> I swear, I wish I could, man. I'm trying to tell you, Ebony and Avery. I'm telling you, man. Stevie can right. see. <laughs> tell you, he can see. Yeah, he can see. I'm pretty sure he'd be playing like 33 in the house. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Hell, he might be watching wrestling. He probably watched the screen rules last night. <laughs> <laughs> you funny as a bug. <laughs> 
Stevie Wonder, Stevie Wonder was like, nah, I can't see for real. I can't see this. Bitch. This is a bitch. Oh. All right, let's get right back into the horror show. So you got the Yam Patrol back in action, but this time it's Sasha Banks, the challenger against Oscar, the champion. And I thought Kyrie Zane was no longer with the company, but I guess he came with Oscar. And they fought for the Brawl Women's Championship. This match was actually a solid 20 minutes, too. Yeah, it didn't need to be that long. I'll let you take over. Well, because, uh, like, my stomach's starting to hurt, and I need to take some Pepto to settle it before I talk about it. So I'll let you take over. All right. Well, first of all, man, you know, people's uh, jabronis and all that. Um, The match was entirely too long. It didn't have to be that long. And, like, as my co-host said earlier, with the Attitude Era matches, this was definitely Attitude Era match of the night, man, from beginning to end, especially with that ending, man. And um, I kind of had high expectations going in for the match, and it just shattered. Like, and the match is going to leave a lot of people confused. And it, it was just ridiculous, man, with the whole, like, towards the end with – um. Oscar coming in with the green mist hitting the ref and barely um, snatching the uh, the, the ref's top off and putting it on the counter herself. And even before that, with um, barely trying to slide in with the titles and hitting getting caught, that was like attitude air stuff. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like I don't know. It was a terrible match. I'm not gonna say terrible. It was all right. Uh, Mr. Jones, are you back? I'll give you one further. This shit was WCW 2000. Eesh. This shit was fucking horrible. So you tell me all of a sudden this man could get stripped by Bailey. It did all of a sudden. He, it's just <sighs> refs being stupid one-on-one. Refs being stupid one-on-one. Like, bro, like you said, this was the Attitude Era match of the night booked by Vince Russo, and you could tell it was written by a fucking Bruce Pritchard. And yeah. It's one of these other matches that was ruined once again because in ring, the match had decent quality. Yeah, just like Rey Mysterio and um, what you call him? Monday Night Jesus? Yeah. I mean, fucking Bailey and Nikki Cross wasn't that bad inside the ring. Not at all. It's just these silly ass finishes. I'm I'm thinking about it. We didn't really have a clean finish tonight. Uh, I mean, we did. We had one clean finish. Yeah, we. I know, I know, I know. Um, Drew Cena. <laughs> I hate that. But I mean, at the end of the day, bro, this match was fucking terrible because of the ending. Mm-hmm. That ending was horrible. So I guess Bailey is the referee, like. Dog, this was like ECW in 95, 96, 97 type finish. This is like commission. This is like Commissioner Tar Gordon. Well, let me, the one, two, three. let me ask you this. Could you see, you know, Vin Man doing what Bailey did, ripping the shirt off the uh, ref and putting it on himself? Maybe. At this point, anything could happen in the world wrestling entertainment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For the wrong reasons. Pitiful. Stupid. Fucking match. This match was dumb. Fucking terrible. What's next? We got your man. Uh, what you call him? Mac and Cena. Drew Cena. Drew Cena. And, and uh, 
Dog Ziggler, you know, shouts out to you, Dog Ziggler. You came out. I mean, I'm right. I, I knew you was out, but hey, you confirmed it. What are you talking about? Hey, man, he had the pride flag on his tights. <laughs> He's showing love. It's pride, but well, last month was pride, but wasn't it? <laughs> you say what? I think last month was pride, but he was just showing it just to show it, huh? I don't know, man. He here to show the world. He's here to show the world. Huh. Shouts out to him for li- for for living out his truth. You go, girl. <laughs> but anyway, um, one thing I thought that was pretty interesting that he waited to right before the match to introduce the stipulations of the match because I guess he had power over the stipulation. So I thought that was yeah. interesting. Yeah, it was it was good build up, but let's talk about the execution. So the match was actually McIntyre had to wrestle under normal rules, but yet Ziggler can do whatever the fuck he wants. Extreme rules for him, and that for McIntyre. I think the execution was horrible. Yeah, I mean it wasn't the worst, but it definitely could have been better. No, I mean. Dog, it was solid in ring, but take advantage. I don't think Dolph took full advantage. Mm-hmm. Like, why did Drew not go through a table? I don't know. He did, right? He did go through a table. He did? He went through a table. He went through a table. He went through a table. And he get hit with chairs. He, he got hit with chairs. He got rock bottom on the chair. Yeah, I remember that. He did get rock bottom on the chair. Okay, so Dolph did try to do his thing. He went through a, yeah, he went through a table. Okay, Dolph. That's the damn thing. We just watched this in the match and the pay-per-view was that bad that you really can't remember stage like this. Hey, you know, I remember shit from like 1983. And I don't remember. Right. <laughs> like, that's, no, this is, it was a shit show. And honestly, Drew McIntyre, dog, his championship reign has been mediocre at best. Yeah, um, and it's not his fault. He just don't have good quality opponents. He has to fight a Randy Orton or something next month. Uh, he has to get a big opponent for SummerSlam. That has to be what's coming next, man. Because you know, yeah. during the pre-show, they were talking about Randy, you know, being the goat, the legend killer. You know, if he can get the uh, title one more time, will he be considered a goat? You know, tonight he wrestles uh Big Show and everything. Which yeah. didn't happen. What? Randy versus Big Show. It's tonight. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. But, uh, oh, Raw about to be better than this bullshit. Oh, you know <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, Big, that Show, Big Show gonna take his L and go back to Netflix getting that Netflix money. Hey, that's a, hey, it's a cute show. Mm-hmm. Hey, we might see Randy on there. Nah. Nah, man, look, Randy's gonna be on there. Nah, you know what I'm nah. saying? Randy's nah. gonna be on there. If, if Randy ever do some shit, like it'd be on the Dolph Swim. I don't. <laughs> nah, I don't see Randy doing those hokey kids. Shit. Look, look, this is one. This is the conversation in the two. You know, hey, hey, this Randy. Is... You, you know, we're gonna let you be on the show. You know, I'm gonna let you win, of course, but you have to come on the show. You're gonna play a, uh, a bully's dad or something. You know, and yeah. We got time. We go. I'm gonna go off topic a little bit before we get to the main event. This this show is shit anyway. I don't care. But like, I want to do like fantasy book, like fantasy TV booking, bro. 
It's like, what wrestler would be best on what TV show, past or present? Ooh. I was just thinking in my head, like, Mark Henry would have been great on My Brother and Me. My Brother and Me. Well, what an underrated show. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They only had one fucking season, though, bro. My Brother and Me was so dope. And that's, like, I learned, that's like, no my first Joan from that show. For real, who was that? Hey. He said, "You not ugly. You ugly. Ugly. <laughs> hey, that, hey, that show was too. I think that show was too real for Nickelodeon, bro. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's too, too ethnic. Too, too, too black. Girl, don't get me wrong. Ken and Kill snuck. They snuck one in there, but they was more commercial by then. With yeah. all that, of course. But yeah, Mark Henry or my brother and me would have been hilarious." Well, what role would you have had him to play? Oh no, just like like a gym coach or like a big bro, like like somebody's big brother or something. Yeah, even that or uh, a mentor. Yeah, yep. Because remember the episode when like the little brother was getting bullied by the girl and all of that. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it'd be funny if Mark Henry was the girl's dad. Exactly, man. Yeah, that'd be like hilarious. <laughs> I don't know why, but like I would love to watch that show, and then like I would love to see like Edge on like Crank Yankers or something. Edge Christian, oh yeah, they would kill a show like Crank Yankers back in the day. I'm surprised they never did. Okay, I got one for you. Who would you have put on Power? <laughs> what wrestler would best fit Power? MVP. MVP. Easy. Really? Nigga act like Ghost now. He's like the ghost of Raw. <laughs> oh, ho, 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 ho. Oh, man. He do act like Ghost. He do act like... You ain't never seen that scene when they was, uh, they was at the dinner or whatever? And dude tried to push him. He was like, I don't think he would do that. And then Bobby, uh, then Bobby Lassie pressed him like Tommy would. He had to tell him, calm down, let's eat dinner. Some business. No, man. No, man. <laughs> no, give me keys, Ghost. No, man. I'm not allowing you to slander that. Slander that. No. Montel Bontavious Porter is James St. Patrick. No. Nope. I don't want to allow you to slander that name. No. I know. I can see him being another club owner or, or some shiesty nigga that 50 Cent had to pop. <laughs> Why 50 got to kill him? <laughs> Why 50 got to kill him? <laughs> I don't know, man. It just seemed appropriate. Oh my god, that's hilarious, though. <laughs> that's hilarious. I, see, have to I would like to see, I'm gonna say this the old Baron Corbin. I would like to have seen him on Sons of Anarchy. Like Lone Wolf? Yeah. 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 I'd say, old episode of Walking Texas Ranger, but I'll take it. Walking Texas Ranger. <laughs> Nah, you need somebody else for that, man. When he had, nah, when he had the bullet and all that, I can see him in a damn Ranger hat. <laughs> <laughs> he went, nah, he went back. I wouldn't mind seeing the Walking Dead either. I think he could have played Walking Dead too. Mm. Barry Corbin would be dope in Walking Dead. Possibly. Like, I would like to see somebody like Kevin Owens do like the Tonight Show. Or Chris Jericho. Even though we're keeping it, this is a WWE thing right now. 
Hey man, he was with the company. It worked. I know Chris Jericho would be perfect for something like the Tonight Show. As the host? Yes. Or the goofy sidekick. No, the host. He's Chris Jericho's funny as hell. Yo, WWE should like bring that back. Like what? The, like that, like the little remember Vince used to have this thing where he was like the host and all that? Tuesday night Titans? Yeah. Hell no. No. Because they were actual characters back then. They were entertaining. These dudes dry as fuck. This don't want to waste this time interviewing these motherfuckers. They can bring them back, man. No, like JYD and Hulk Hogan and them used to be a character on that talk show. They don't have no characters for that shit. And plus, they got podcasts now. That's what podcasts pretty much do. Listen to Corey Graves on the New Day podcast if you want that. Yeah, I'll pass. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, nah. <laughs> nah. I mean, let's get right to the main event. I try to avoid it. <laughs> yeah. What you call it? The Rob Zombie movie? Yeah. What was your rating on... Um... Oh, um, oh, uh, John, oh, Drew Cena and um, Dolphy Boy. Yeah. Um, I'll give them a. Wow. I, a actual I. Yeah. I mean, that was a hell of a claymore with the chomp of leg flap. Yeah, I was about to say good, but it's a I. Yeah. And you know, Ziggler, if you can hear this, man, take a chance, go to Japan. Nah, he got it too sweet over there. He can do it, man. The ladies love him. He can do stand-up comedy, whatever you want. Now, with the patch on his tights, the men will love him, too. And he'll love you back, fellas. Stop. Stop doing that to the spare squad member. Hey. Let's be honest. Out of all the WWE dudes, he just got a little roster. He just, he just had his, his action throughout his career. Right. Hey, there you he go. Had- spare squad. He was letting us know. He was letting us know. You know, some of us just chose to ignore. That's crazy how he ended up being the one that make it out of Spirit Squad. Because I thought everybody, everybody in the world thought it was going to be Kenny Dykstra. That sucks. And you everybody know, thought it would be Kenny Dykstra. And around that time, I wasn't. I, I got out of wrestling for a while. Out of, like around that time. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I got back in. And, you know, watched some more of it. You know, looked at some past uh, promos and stuff with, with the Spirit Squad. Yeah. Anyway, on to the main event. We got, this is, and you know, I was looking really toward, like, I was look, really looking uh, for this match, you know. I really had this band matching tonight, even though it was a studio uh, fight and everything, but I was so disappointed. And that is the Eat of Worlds. Um, the cult leader Bray Wyatt, or something like to call him, Kate Fear De Niro versus uh Braun Strowman. And I'm gonna let you uh take on you know, had this one first. What you think, man? I mean, it's all it's like what I said before, man. It continues to go on a downward decline. And honestly, we just need to stop doing them at this point for a while. But SummerSlam is next month, so it's going to be another one next month. But 
don't get me wrong, it's entertaining Bray Wyatt is, and it's entertaining this was supposed to be. By the way, shout out to Ford for that sponsorship. That was a clean ass truck Braun pulled up in. Yeah, it was. <laughs> but yeah. Look like I mean, a raptor. I mean, all this shit is it's like fucking casting calls for future WWE movies at this point. I'm telling you, man, it's ridiculous. Like I did look like Braun throwing right crosses and shit like that. Using them sorry <laughs> ass knees against the minions and stuff like like come on man. And then come on, we know who the minions supposed to be. Y'all just couldn't pay them. They was better off keeping the mask on, like keeping mask on for that, or at least someone similar. Oh no, that shit was dumb. I hated it. Again, I just felt like a deliver. Like dog, Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy did this several times at the compound, and it was always much better than this. Mm-hmm. Because what's the result? He get kicked in the water or what? He gonna uh, come out the fiend? Yeah, I kind of like how he came out as the fiend, though. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> you said like what? It. I kind of like how he came out as the fiend. That was like I about it. I love the fiend, but they found a way to ruin that and oversaturate that quickly. So now, are they going to so now, I guess they're really about to start pulling the, the mankind thing with him, where you got uh, Mankind Do Love and uh, Cactus Jack now, where you have The Fiend, um, Eater of Worlds, and you got the, the Happy Time, Bray Wyatt. They been trying to do that. I don't know. This shit, though. I, ain't, I, I didn't like it, personally. I, I thought it could have been much better Honestly, to sum all of this up, man, it's time for them to take a break. The whole company? Yes. This was terrible. This is probably one of the worst specials since the PG era started. (laughs) PG era started 2008? Yes. This is probably top five, top ten worst specials in the past 12-year period. Mm Mm-hmm. Like everything about it was shit, and everything about it was garbage. And, and you know, they don't have but so many more pay per views left for this year, man. Yeah, gotta finish strong, especially with Summer. Like SummerSlam is just you gotta do right by SummerSlam, please. Because as far as we've seen so far, man, NXT is showing them up. I mean, they have been, and they will continue to be. Like I really, I really because at the end of the day they only in competition with themselves. And honestly, the reason why NXT show them up because NXT appeal to the more hardcore fans that crave that type of stuff. Right. That's why, because I guess that's their competition to AEW. Once AEW become competition to Raw and SmackDown, then we could talk about a war. By the way, but mm-hmm. yeah, they. They appeal to more their audience, which is more people like us, to be honest with you. People that mm-hmm. kind of know about the business a little bit and actually watch this from a different mindset and know what it's going to be. Right. More than a casual fan, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I'm just sad, sad. Over these uh, 
It just sucks. Yeah. I'm over it. Yeah, but let's go ahead and wrap this up, man. We get the show overall, man. Terrible. Fucking terrible. Terrible. And you know... I had a fucking terrible, more fucking terrible than that. And I think it wouldn't be right if I just let you... uh, If I closed out, right? If we closed the show out without two things. One, your turn for trivia. And two... You know your newly dubbed old man rant, and you know before we get into your old man rant, I got a trivia question for you. And you know today's this second trivia question is brought to you by our sponsor, <laughs> New Jack School of, <laughs> of Kick Ass. You know, <laughs> learn a lot from New Jack, man. You know, he teach you how to do it all. Doped up on uh, coke and everything, man. He, he's vicious, man. He's all about everything. What a legend. And you, go ahead. you know, and if you act now and everything, you get a coupon to his weekend classes of bounty hunting. Oh, my God. With his notes, how to get away with murder, allegedly. Um. Okay. Extreme rules. I want to ask you this. When did the first extreme rule debut? Do you want the exact date? The year. I know, be... I, I know you're about to give it to me, but I kind of don't care no more because you're just about to give me the exact date. So just go ahead. You ruined it for me. <laughs> uh, I might have been wrong. It might have been wrong. What you got? I got June 7, 2009, live from the New Orleans Arena? Back when Chris Paul was balling his ass off? In that arena, what day you say? Oh, June seventh, two thousand nine. Okay, man. So you know, after the podcast, I'm gonna get my people to reach out to your people. We're gonna get you. Uh, you know why? Because yeah. that was a hell of a main event. I remember that main event, Edge versus uh Jeff Hardy. Yeah, it was. And then all of a sudden, CEO Punk cash hit his buddy in the bank. I think that was the first cash. One of the first cashes too. Yeah. That was that sucked, man. Like big time. Everybody wanted Jeff Hardy to win so bad. He finally got a chance. The next thing you know, Punk come in and take it. <laughs> yeah, that sucked, man. I was such a I was, I was, uh, such a Jeff Hardy fan. Jeff Hardy and Stone Cold was the way to go, man. <laughs> oh, that was so ballsy, bad punk. <laughs> mm-hmm. But anyway, man, I guess man. You... I don't even. I don't even have the energy to rant today. That's so much the horrible ass horror show at Extreme Rules pissed me the fuck off today. I tell you, it was a chore to watch. It should be a chore to watch. It should be entertaining. It ain't the E bad that you don't want to rant anymore? But ain't the E supposed to be entertainment? Yeah. What's entertaining about this? This was a chore to watch. Halfway through this, I wanted to watch URL. Oh, that's how you go back. I don't know, man. Maybe they should go back to Federation. They can't. Says who, man? He's white. He's a billionaire. He can the do people, it. The World Wildlife Fund, okay? That's why they changed it at the beginning. The World Wildlife Fund. I'm pretty sure it's on battle. Unless you want to battle Peter for the rest of your damn life, just leave it alone. Because you would never win. You would never win. 
Michael Vick did two years because of Peter. Yeah, never win. Hey, man, he ain't got Vince money. I think he can do it. And he got Donald Trump on his side. He can do it. Yeah, I don't even think he give a damn anymore. That dude probably forgets that he owns the company. I think he, I think he going through like early dementia anyway. Personally, yeah, yeah, true that. So, um, did you happen to see that uh, Triple H was hanging around backstage at Impact? No. Yeah, some po- photos circulating of him hanging. I'm gonna send them to you. Hanging around backstage at the okay. Impact Wrestling. You think he's doing some scouting? I mean, EC3 just came back. Eric Young just came back. Uh, one of the NXT ty- um, people, what, Deanna Parazzo or whatever, came and became damn Impact Women's Champion instantly. So, I mean, he might got some personal, like, some friends that actually went back. Who knows? But, hey, not, it's neither here or there. I mean, wrestling as a whole is in trouble anyway. I've been saying mm-hmm. it for a while. If it was me personally, take a fucking break. But, yeah. Let's see how SummerSlam going to be. Good luck. And you know. This was shit. Yeah. Like, this was garbage. Like, Bruce Prichard should be ashamed of himself. And and thank you, Extreme Rules, for running this podcast episode because it was going really well. And I was looking forward to the uh, old man, right? And and you just ruined something else for me. So, you suck. Yeah, this sucks. The horrible show at Extreme Rules. And um and it sucks because I'm gonna remember this date forever. Cause this was my little brother's and little sister's birthday yesterday. Hey. Shout out to you, Jaren and little Sam. Hey. But damn, I'm glad this shit had to happen on your birthday. <laughs> All right, man. Signing off is Flair Jones, man. Thank you for another episode of Grapple Mania. Please check out our other episodes here on Anchor. Make sure you hit us up on our Facebook group. That's Grapple Mania with four A's. Three A's. Re- oh, Grapple Mania with three A's. You know, triple A's. Like, you know, like, like, and an exclamation, you know, like triple A, you know. Lucia yeah. Libre. So make sure y'all check us out on there, man. And I'm signing off, man. It's Flair Jones. Yes, sir. And this is your man, Mr. 300, man. Y'all make sure y'all come past the page, man. Leave y'all input, man. We'd love to have y'all on the show, man. Y'all have a great day. Peace. Peace.